celebrating the connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Ho, ho, ho. We'll have your Christmas music. No, we won't. Yeah, we, actually, we do have a couple of Christmas songs that I do play every year. Yeah, we'll it's play traditional, them. but you have to. It's not the damn Christmas music that you've been hearing all week long on your favorite <laughs> station. I'll tell you that right now. We give you a break. Uh, but most importantly, we're going to answer some calls this week, and we got some great holiday tips for you. We're going to bake even, I understand. That's true. Okay, that's coming up in just a few minutes with our brand new animal radio correspondent, Robert Semro. Good guy. Christmas is, of course, Thursday. If you have started your shopping, good for you. Tammy and I, we wait till the last <laughs> second. But oh, yeah. We'll have some uh, yeah. good last-minute ideas for you in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Joey, what do you got on the docket today? Well, we're going to be talking about being at the weather's changing everywhere. I mean, not so much here. We're kind of lucky. But um, at the rest of the country, it's getting cold. And we're going to talk about taking care of your dog's feet and what to do to um, keep from chapping and keep that salt out of them. Okay, weatherizing your pet's paws in just a few minutes with Joey Villani right here on Animal Radio. Tammy, what are you working on? Well, we found the Grinch, and he was masquerading apparently as Santa Claus. Oh. In Southern California. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to ask, and I'm worried. Santa I'm slightly Grinch. worried. It's quite a story, but it actually has a somewhat positive ending. I'll, I'll give you that much. Okay. Well, you can ask your questions right now before we do the news. We'll head to the phones with Dr. Debbie and dog father Joey Villani. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405. You can also ask your questions directly from the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. It's a free download thanks to those folks at Doctors Foster's and Smith. They make it free for you. You ask the questions directly from the app, or you can listen to past shows. It's a fun app, so download it now. Or you can send us email. This one comes from Amelia Huela, I assume. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Amelia. Uh, she, she actually starts out. She says, hi, this is Amelia Huela. I won the Wacky Wednesday prize two weeks ago, and I wanted to say thanks. My, Good. my prize arrived to New York and is now being sent to my hometown. Oh, I know I'm going to mess this up. Uh, Cholula in Mexico? Cholula. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I apologize right now. <laughs> she says, greetings from beautiful Tulula. And in case you guys want to come visit, you all are very welcome. Uh, yeah. she, I'm she going. Careful what she says. Well, wait. I, I wish I was the prize. I want to go to Mexico. <laughs> she says, uh, regards to Dr. Debbie and Joey Villani and your handsome main host, of which she doesn't. My name is Hal, by the way. Uh, you just call me, we're on a first-letter basis by now, I assume. Uh, she says, you really a dream team. So thank you so much for your email and uh, really getting our heads all blown up at the beginning of the show for today. Uh, I'm feeling good, and I think we should all go down to Mexico and do the show live down there. Yeah, it's got to be warm. Hmm. Let's hit the phones toll-free, 1-866-405-8405 right now for you. Hey, Joseph, welcome to Animal Radio. Hi. Where are you calling Hi. from? Um. I'm in Cottonwood, California right now. I'm a truck driver. Truck driver, okay. Well, drive carefully, please. What's going uh, on? No, I'm, I'm parked. But Good. I have a, I have a Jack Russell, and um, he, he's had a couple times in the last few weeks where he's uh, gotten up, and he started get, he started shaking, and he kind of, I guess last night my wife said he fell over and uh, couldn't get back up, and then it, it just went away after a minute or so, and he was fine. Okay. And has that been something that's just been recently that's come on, or has he done that for a while? No, this is the first time this happened was the other night. That's the first time we've ever noticed this. 
Okay, and what does he do when he has this? Does he actually lose any control of his urine? Does he defecate, or does he just kind of fall over? Uh, he well, the first time he didn't fall over. Second time, my wife said he did, but no, he doesn't. Nothing like that. No, he just kind of okay. loses his balance and he's like shaky. Any kind of association to what he's doing right prior to this? Is he eating, sleeping, playing, doing anything unusual right right before the episodes? Well, um, the first time he was in his bed, my daughter said he, he kind of jumped up out of his bed right before it happened. And okay. uh, the second time, I think my wife said he was over by his bed. So okay. he might have been sleeping both times. Okay. And, you know, at this point, I'd say we may have a challenge determining exactly what is causing the episodes, but there's there's basically a couple main things. Number one would be that we could be actually having a form of a seizure disorder, because um, not every seizure looks like that typical epileptic seizure that you may be familiar with. Um, some seizures can be very mild for dogs, where they can just have a trembling of one body part, or they can even steer off into space. So something like this, where he's kind of having combination of issues of having some trembling as well as kind of falling down that would have to be high on my list of concerns is that we could have a seizure and the causes of seizures can be a lot um everything from epilepsy to toxins to liver disorders to blood sugar issues so there can be definitely a lot of causes within that diagnosis now there are also pets that can have uh, what we call syncopal episodes and that can sometimes be from heart problems so even well, if a pet does Go ahead. The, the one time when I was home, um, I had after he started acting, you know, kind of shaky. I kind of picked him up, and I, you know, I put my hand under his chest, and I could feel his heart really racing. Mm-hmm. It was it was really pounding, you know. So it was like he was scared or something. Sure. The, the challenge with the heart related problems is that sometimes that can be a little harder to pick up. We might have to do something like an EKG um, or even a, a chest X-ray or an ultrasound to find out a little bit more about that. Um, but I think the big thing is that we we do need to start getting some diagnostic tests to figure out what direction we're going, um, because there are some pets that these episodes will get worse and worse, more frequent, and we may need to get him on some medication if we're dealing with a seizure-type disorder. If we're dealing more with a heart-based problem, diagnosis is going to be key because the last thing we would want to do is give him an anti-seizure medicine if he's got a bum heart and we've got a a rhythm problem with his heart. So um, that that has a totally different kind of approach to things. So I think that this is the time when I talk about getting him into the vet and it's ideal if we can get a pet that just has the episode and we get him to the vet when they're actually coming out of it because sometimes um, when blood work is, we're talking about that, that's when sometimes we'll pick up some different changes on lab work or even with a, a heart tracing that might not be there at other times. Okay. Can't always ask them to do that right before you go to the vet, but um, it just it, it works out um, to give us the most information if, if we catch a pet when they're having one or coming out of one of these episodes. Okay. All right, yeah. well, thank you. Okay, and I, I certainly hope that um, you know we can get a handle on these things. And there are some you know situations where not everyone can do a lot of tests, do a lot of. I, I know people probably say, "Doc, you always talk about doing tests," and I just don't have the money for it. I'd have to say that there's a lot of very simple things, and they all basically start with a physical exam. So the doctor's ears, eyes, and nose—believe it or not—the nose is very valuable in many cases—can um, really help us make some of those determinations and pick what test might be the most useful to to get that answer and sometimes it's trying different things and trying different medications so um, 
use that teamwork approach with your vet and, and you'll get to the bottom of things. So thank you for right. your call. And I heard the little guy. I hope he does well. Um, love the little terriers. Ugh, I'm a terrier fan myself now. This is Dr. <laughs> Debbie and we're waiting for your call at 1-800. I'm sorry. Oh, is this a blooper show? <laughs> What's the number? You remember the number? I'm trying so hard. 1-866-405-8405. Come over here. I just want to give you a little hug. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, welcome to Hellsberg Diamonds. Hi there. Uh, we'd like to look at engagement rings. Uh, wait, is that the Geico Gecko? Oh, hello. I'm just admiring this lovely diamond solitaire ring. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Well, that was easy. Now, who thinks it's a good idea to save money on their car insurance? I do. I do. Wow. I think we just had the wedding rehearsal. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. You know canine caviar for their great human-grade ingredients in your dog's food. We now continue that tradition in excellent pet nutrition with seven single-serving cat food trays. We love our cats and dogs, and that's why we're featuring all human-grade tuna, salmon, and chicken proteins with other hand-chosen ingredients to promote proper nutrition. They're in environmentally friendly, recyclable, BPA-free plastic trays. Look for canine and feline caviar products at your local pet supply store or or online. For more information, call 800-392-7898. It's the end of year clearance sale at Lumber Liquidators. We'd rather sell it than count it. So every floor and every store is on sale and it all must go. Get incredible deals on first quality flooring from just 35 cents a square foot. Beautiful three-quarter inch pre-finished solid hardwood is just $179. Save even more on all liquidation clearance and closeouts. If it's in stock, it's on sale and pay no interest until January 2017. Don't miss these end-of-year deals on over 400 floors. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. America was built by people with a few dollars and a dream. And while many don't know it, there's one path to success that still only requires a dream and about $10. That's right. If your dream is to start or grow your business, something as simple as the right business card could make all the difference. And today, at Vistaprint.com, you can get 500 full-color business cards for only $9.99. That's right. Only $9.99. Just go to Vistaprint.com and enter promo code 2020 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2020. Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. There you go. Take care of business. You're doing just a few days before Christmas. I'll start my shopping Wednesday night, as I usually do. How? Both Tammy and myself will actually go out. Christmas Eve. Well, that's the best time to get the deals. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. Uh, size 14, Nick, by the way, just in case anybody's interested. Yeah, size 20 head. Size 14. <laughs> wow. You know what they say, um, big hands, big feet. Um, big gloves, big shoes. <laughs> big love, big shoes. Is that what they say? Big gloves and big shoes. Oh, okay. I like big love better. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Okay, guys, get way off track here. Listen, Joey's working hard. He's uh, trying to change the laws in Jersey, where he's from, 
And just in case you couldn't tell, he was from Jersey. I am too. And are you? Well, you can't tell. You can't tell. You no. you sound as California as you can I be, know. but uh, I don't think Joey will ever lose his New Jersey accent or his New Jersey attitude. And he's what take, accent? He's ta- <laughs> he's taking it to the courts, and they're they're tr- actually make, trying to make legislation to, uh, I guess, certify groomers. What is it? What are they actually calling that? Well, they want to. They want to license groomers. Um, okay. It's a, it's an unlicensed industry that. Um, and what they want to do is they want to make sure that your pet goes into these salons and they and they're safe and they they come home alive. And this particular bill that's been put on the table called Bijou's bill. Um, the woman brought her um dog in to the groomer, and um, it was the story was the groomer said to her, um, I hope um. Um, this dog's good because I'm having a bad day. And um, huh? 45 minutes later, they called Whoa. up the woman and said that the dog um, had passed. Wow. So, you know what? We want groomers licensed. Um, we just want the bill to work um, for both the um, the groomers and, 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 the, um, and the pets um, and the people who bring them there. So we're working on that, and they've asked me to work with the assembly woman that put the bill, who's sponsoring the bill, to um, you know put something together so New Jersey can pioneer this. And hopefully it's good where um, the other states take it on and, you know, it snowballs. Did she write it? Because i got to tell you, there's some things in it I take, uh, well, I take note that, you have to be 18 years old to groom a pet. That was our problem. There's a lot of things in it that that will not work. Um, and um, there's 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 one thing in it that if 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 you groom your pet for for any type of business like a breeder, a breeder who handles dogs and they groom their pets regularly, well, the way this bill is presented, they're not going to be able to do that anymore. So there's a lot of things. There's equipment banning in there, and there's a lot of things. The way it's governed, um, we we want a different way that the board is structured. So. You're Gonna We're going to help put it together. We're going to help put it together and, and um, you know, do the right thing for everyone. Okay. Well, that's on the way. In just a couple of minutes, Tammy will be giving you the 411 on that. And uh, right now, let's head to the phones because that's what it's all about. It's all about you and your calls, about your pets. For Dr. Debbie and Joey Villani, toll free, 1-866-405-8405. You can also ask your questions from the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. It's a free download, so go ahead and download it now. We'll wait. We will? No, we, we really can't wait. We have to we have to go to the phones and Sherry. Hey Sherry, how are you doing? I'm doing good too. I'm from Jersey also. You're from Jersey too? <laughs> We're all from Joy Z. What's it's a, a Joy Z day? It is a Joy Z day. Yeah. <laughs> what uh what's up with your Joy Z animals? Okay, well I have three little animals and I don't know where the hell they're from, but at any rate, I have potty pads all over my house and a doggy door. And when the, when it gets dark, and now it gets dark early, they decide that they don't want to go outside through the doggy door. So 60% of the time, they make one of my 15 potty pads. But other than that, they decide to just pee wherever the heck they want. Ooh. And oh, I'm my. deciding whether I should just replace my carpet, which I can't. I mean, I, I shampoo it over and over and over and over. It doesn't smell bad. But I'm just considering that I may just replace the whole thing with some kind of vinyl floor and get it over with. Well, Sherry, tell me a little bit more about the dogs. You said there's three. Are they boys, girls, spayed, neuter? How old? They're all girls. They're all girls? They're all fixed. Mm-hmm. And do you know who is uh, doing the offending peeing? That's the problem, is that they do it. You know, we'll be sitting there watching TV, and, and we'll have them on our laps, and then they go play for a little while, and they disappear, and then I get up two hours later to do something, and there it is. And so I don't know who, I, I know one of them I can look at her and she'll just run. So we kind of know when she does it. But the new one, I've had her for 
four or five months, and she's the best one of all. So I don't think it's her. <laughs> okay. Well, what you're describing isn't uncommon, and we do tend to see when we have multiple dogs in home, we do see more frequent problems when we have small breeds of dogs, having um, households of dogs that can just have inappropriate urination. And, and the key is, you know, certainly, um, even though you may not smell and say the carpet smells, if there is repeated urination inside the home or defecation inside the home, there are scent marks that are left behind. And mm-hmm. it can be very difficult with repeated long-term house, house soiling to really get it effectively cleaned up. So if mm-hmm. this has been going on a while, um, you know, I oh, always yeah. recommend using the enzymatic cleaners to clean up messes and accidents when they happen. But there are sometimes when that's just not enough. And sometimes we do have to rip out carpeting or the pad or treat the subflooring uh, um, right. professionally. So that may be a reality, whether you have a dog or a cat household that has elimination problems. It, sometimes it does take that drastic of a change to get the, the scent out of the environment. Yeah. But you're your job is really going to, we need to figure out who is particularly having the problem. It could be that several of the dogs are urinating, um, but we need well, to know I who. Feeling, yeah, I have a feeling that, you know, because when they go outside with the, the older one, she will go outside and, and pee rather quickly, whereas the other two just kind of wander around. And as soon as she's done peeing, then they pee where she's peed. So I have a feeling that, that the marking is, is what is going on. I think even the ones that even the littlest one who never peed in the house at all now she thinks well if the other one does i i might i need to cover this up because you know it's my exactly and that's a natural behavior so you know even if um you have a dog that is urinating normally outside if someone Mm -hmm. else urinates inside they may go back later then and urine mark over that so it is going to be imperative that we figure this out who is doing it and it it no supposition here no saying okay this one went outside so i know she didn't do it or that one looks guilty she therefore did it we have to see the witness doing it so that may mean separating them keeping them confined um it may mean there's some sometimes we'll use things like the uh, hunters have those motion-activated cameras that you can get yeah. to set yeah. up in the area. And that's a great way to catch them in the action to, if you can't supervise them constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also used for some uh, households for dogs and cats, we can use a fluorescein dye and put that in like a little gel cap and give it to a particular pet. Oh. And then, um, then their urine will kind of be this fluorescent green. You have to use like a black light, but then you'll yeah. know, okay, this week we treated uh, Buffalo and um, the urine is showing up all over the house, so therefore we know oh, yeah. it, you know she's the one. Of course, that becomes difficult if you've got multiple dogs, you know, urine marking over the same spot. But it, it is important to kind of at least get an idea who's the problem, because I, as the veterinarian, am always going to say before we jump into the whole medical or the behavioral uh, root of the problem, I want to make sure mm-hmm. that that offending urination, um, that pet that is urinating inappropriately, that we give them the benefit of the doubt and check them out medically, make sure that they are sound, healthy, and there's no infections. Oh, yeah. and then, are. They are as healthy as they come, and they play, and they eat real well, and, and, and I have a regular vet. They go regular and do all their little cleaning and everything else. So I know they're all really healthy. I just, yeah. uh, you know, we added a new one to the to the mix, like I said, about four months ago, and it's gotten worse since then. So I have a yeah. feeling that, 
that um, that she may, you know, since she wasn't around any other dogs, this may be something that she's like, oh, I knew I got to mark everything. So. And it may not even be her. It could be one of the other yeah. dogs. That, that's a change mm-hmm. to the household uh, routine, the household dynamics. Mm-hmm. So it could be one of the other dogs that's marking. So that's, that's where it becomes so important to try to figure out who it is. And oh. then as we're trying to do that, my recommendation is to keep them confined. So that may mean keeping them crate confined. Um, you know, if they're running out to the other room without your direct eyeball on them, that's not constant yeah. supervision. So they really need to be under uh, crate confinement, leash confinement, constant supervision, and you need to actually take them outside and pro- oh, um, provide that yeah. positive reward at the time of urination. So no doggy door, no potty pads. You take them out individually, go outside, give that positive praise when they do the potty in the right spot, and really mm-hmm. treat them as if they're puppies because even though that's the number one mistake I see with adult dogs when we have house soiling issues is we think, oh, we went through that already. We don't have to treat them like that. You know, they don't get into trouble. They're not puppies but when they don't have the house training down and they don't have that repetition and that um, consistent use you you have to treat them like a puppy and and really be that strict with their supervision and then going forward from there um, the other thing that I will mention um, for households um, that are dealing with multiple dogs urinating whether they're boys or girls Mm-hmm. A short-term solution, which can be helpful. Uh, I've had some clients with some good success. With male dogs, we can use something called the belly band, um, which is kind of like a, a little diaper type thing that goes around their penis area, around their abdomen. For females, right. we can use um, bitches' britches, um, basically, or like diapers. And that will be one way to um, at least confine the mess, um, con- right. combine that with supervision, and then you know, with the, the setting up of the patterns of, of house training and positive reward, using all these things together and and um, kind of get into the bottom of it. But it does take, the more dogs you have, the harder it is because you've got more doggies that you're always kind of running outside doing that positive reward. And um, it, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I will I will give you that. It's a lot of joy, but it is a lot of work. <laughs> well, that's what we all do it for, is for the joy. Well, Sherry, thank you so much for your call today. It's toll free. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 if you have a question about your animals. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is underwritten by Natural Balance Pet Foods, the finest food and treats you can buy for your pet. No matter which formula of Natural Balance Pet Food or solution-oriented treat you choose, it will truly be the food for a lifetime and a treat to treat them right. Visit naturalbalanceinc.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Jimmy Van Patten, and I'm here to talk to you about our solution-oriented treats for cats and dogs. Natural Balance Pet Foods offers several nutritious treat formulas with tasty solutions for pets. Our treats feature unique ingredients like venison, duck, and salmon, accented with cranberries and pumpkin, and offer grain-free options. At Natural Balance, our philosophy is to provide pets and their owners the food for a lifetime. Natural Balance treats truly treat them right. For more information, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Don't miss Sprint's Cut Your Bill in Half event. Just bring your Verizon or AT&T bill and turn in your old phone, and we'll cut your rate plan in half. So if you're paying $260 a month for your family's four lines with Verizon, we'll cut it to $130. Or if you're paying $80 for yourself, we'll cut it to $40. Plus, we'll give you unlimited talk and text in the U.S. and match your data all on the Sprint Network. The Cut Your Bill in Half event at Sprint. Bring us your Verizon or AT&T bill and turn in your old phone, and we'll cut your rate plan in half. Visit us at Sprint.com slash half price or go to a Sprint store today. 
Limited time offer available when you choose a leasing option or Sprint EasyPay. Subject to credit and valid consumer port. Discount applied to monthly voice, text, and data charges with a minimum $10 monthly rate charge. Excludes taxes, surcharges, add-ons, apps, premium content, international services, additional lines, and device charges. Other plans may receive prioritized bandwidth availability. To improve data experience for the majority of users, throughput may be limited, varied, or reduced on the network. Max of 10 lines per account. No cash back. Third-party marks are property of their respective owners. Restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Junior, Director of Marketing for Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for us dogs. I have the best job in the world, sniffing out hotels and destinations where they roll out the red carpet for canines and humans alike. To find out where I've been lately and to learn how you can travel like me, pick up a copy of Fido Friendly magazine at your local bookstore or subscribe online at FidoFriendly.com to find out what all the barking's about. The Movie Man Six Second Review starts now. Reese Witherspoon treks a thousand miles to find another Oscar-worthy performance, and wild is it? The man. Do you have trouble skin or acne? With Proactive Plus, your acne can heal, and you can help prevent new breakouts from happening. Call Proactive Plus now and receive a sixty-day free trial, along with two free extras and free shipping. Call eight hundred six seven seven six one one one. That's eight hundred six seven seven six one one one. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order visit fosterandsmith.com i'm tammy trujillo well joey's talked about this before the lack of laws governing groomers now a woman in new jersey is trying to change that rosemary marchetto vowed to do something after her six-year-old shih tzu bijou died three years ago shortly after being dropped off at one of the big national pet store chains to be groomed. The case was settled out of court with a check from the company. But Rosemary wants to make sure it doesn't happen again to anybody's dog. She's working with Assemblywoman Valerie Vanieri to pass Bijou's Law there in New Jersey. It would require groomers to be at least 18 years old, and they'd have to pass a test by the State Board of Veterinary Medical Examiners to be licensed. Now, many grooming companies, they do have some regulations in place, but those regulations are pretty much voluntary. So if Bijou's law is passed, it would be the first such law in the country and possibly open the door to other states putting similar laws in place. Well, you might remember Mickey the pit bull. He was involved in a high-profile case in Arizona a while back where he was deemed vicious by a judge after he bit a four-year-old child in the face. Now, wait, there's more to that story. Don't blame Mickey yet. Mickey was on a chain, and the little boy tried to take a bone that he was chewing away from him. Well, anyway, 75,000 people rallied for Mickey online, and Phoenix attorney John Schill defended the dog in court. The judge ruled his life could be spared and an appropriate sanctuary could be found. And that's when Maricopa County Sheriff Joe Arpaio offered space at the Sheriff's Animal Safe House. Now, Mickey, has he's in a jail cell, but he has a dog house, a raised bed, food, water dishes, a bit of fake grass. Sadly, he doesn't have any other dogs or people to socialize with, and he cannot be adopted. That was kind of the terms of his not being killed. You can actually watch Mickey on a live stream through a webcam outside his cell. Sheriff Arpaio's Animal Safe House usually houses animals that can be adopted after they're released from abuse and neglect cases. So are your pets microchipped? Well, you might want to run right out and do that today after this next story. A kitty named Spice is back home in Albuquerque, New Mexico. She got out of the house on Halloween night, you know, with the trick-or-treaters coming and going and so forth. Somehow, she ended up in Portland, Maine. Okay, a man found her. This is so strange. A man found her in a duffel bag for sale at a thrift store. 
the bag was, not the kitty. Now, nobody knows how she got in the bag, and nobody how, knows how she got 2,300 miles away from home. But anyway, she was taken to a shelter. The people there were able to get in touch with her family. A company called IDEX Laboratories heard about her and paid the travel cost to get her home. And none of that would have happened without that microchip being there. I hear you heading out the door right now to get that chip. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. You know, canine caviar for their great human-grade ingredients in your dog's food. We now continue that tradition and excellent pet nutrition with seven single-serving cat food trays. We love our cats and dogs, and that's why we're featuring all human-grade tuna, salmon, and chicken proteins with other hand-chosen ingredients to promote proper nutrition. They're in environmentally friendly, recyclable, BPA-free plastic trays. Look for canine and feline caviar products at your local pet supply store or online. For more information, call 800-392-7898. There is a movement, a movement to simplify, a movement to find balance. It is a movement that's defined in every Bosch kitchen. Bosch kitchens are designed to be everything a modern kitchen should be. The precise technology in every Bosch appliance was invented with you in mind. Side-opening oven doors that give easier cavity access. Induction cooktops with zones that adapt to the size of your cookware. Dishwashers with a third rack to fit cutlery, whisks, and tongs. And with flush installation, the Bosch Kitchen gives you a clean, integrated, and definitively European look. There is a movement to value simplicity as a luxury. There is a movement toward perfection in every detail. There is a movement toward the 2014 Bosch Kitchen. Step up to a Bosch Kitchen package of three or more appliances and get a 10% rebate. See the new Bosch Kitchen at your Bosch retailer. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. You know what would make a great holiday gift for somebody that had like a Yorkshire Terrier or Shih Tzu or a Pug or a Mini Schnauzer? No, tell me. Really? Really? I thought you were smarter than that. (laughs) Of of course, it would be Dr. Debbie's How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend books. And they're available over at Amazon. And the the beautiful thing about it, because we're coming up on Christmas pretty fast here, is that you can download these books and give them. You can actually gift these books to somebody who owns one of these animals. A great stocking stuff. It is, well, I don't know if you can stock. It's not really a stocking. It's sort yeah, of like you a, can't, I can't really even sign a copy of it. You know, I guess unless we print a yeah. paper copy. <laughs> the electrons, this would make a great gift for the holidays. And the last-minute gifts is what we're all about right now. <laughs> and I know, Dr. Debbie, around this time of the year, you also see just an amazing amount of animals that are, you know, they have the pancreatitis or they've gotten into the uh, the foil mylar from the Christmas tree or get some... Oh. Gosh, yeah. All sorts of sick, vomiting, and diarrhea pets. (laughs) And that's why I'm bringing in our good friends from Dr. Foster's and Smith, Dr. Kathy, 
And uh, did I hit that? There you go. Hi, Dr. Kathy. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you guys doing? Almost ready to start shopping. How about you? Yeah, just about ready to start. Um, Every year I say I'll be all done by this time, and every year I'm not. Yeah. Well, you're dealing with a lot of the uh, other dangers down at your clinic, too, that I'm sure that Dr. Debbie deals with. And I'm wondering if you can tell us some of the the typical holiday dangers that you deal with. Well, one of the things that... um, it seems like a lot of people aren't aren't realizing um, is that some of the de-icer products that you use this time of year that we're using on our driveways and our walkways to keep them clear um, actually can have some adverse effects on our pets. Um, so, you know, I'm talking about those granules that you sprinkle yeah. over the ice. And um, so we have to keep in mind that um, when our pets are walking around on these, um, they're picking them up on their feet. And so there are certain ingredients in some of these de-icer products that can be irritating to the skin or to the stomach. And if a dog actually eats a large amount of the granules, they could get really dangerously sick. What other yeah. dangers? Certainly there are um, a lot of foods around at the holiday times that um, can be a problem. Um, certainly some of the um, the alcohol drinks that we have oh, yeah. um, over the holiday times, you know, because a lot of those um, are based, they're based on milk or cream. They're and, sweet. They taste good to the dogs. Yeah, they taste great to us, and they taste great to our pets, too. So those are a concern. Alcohol is definitely dangerous for animals. There are a lot of plants around, and we're getting plants as gifts. Um, uh, people are often worried about poinsettias. Isn't that a bad plant? Not necessarily. They're really overrated. The toxicity of them is a bit overrated. They can be irritating to the mouth and the stomach, and there might be a little mild vomiting or nausea. But really, one of the bigger risks, um, especially for cats, is lilies. Um, You know, you might get a holiday flower arrangement, and uh, lilies are really deadly to cats. They cause kidney failure, and uh, just chewing on the leaves can be enough to do it. So um, that's something to keep in mind. one of our, um, our our all-time favorites, of course, not really favorites, but one of the things that comes up a lot is chocolate mm. because that can be a problem. Um, some of the compounds in chocolate are, are very can be very dangerous. Um, Baker's chocolate, um, you know, the real unsweetened chocolate that contains the largest amounts of, of um, the problem-causing compounds. Oh. Uh, coffee can also be a problem. Really? Um, yeah, and you know, people are giving each other those great chocolate-covered espresso beans. Uh-huh. Um, so that can be a problem, too. So there are a lot of things. Um, what about sugar substitutes? Yeah, there can be some problems there, especially there's one called xylitol. That can be a big problem. And really, um, and that's in so many things now. Um, that we don't even think about, especially sugarless gum, and that can be a real problem depending on the size of the dog, for instance. Um, and it's more of a problem in dogs. Uh, we really don't see it in cats, but just a small dog can, uh, say a 10-pound dog, just um, a small piece of that gum can be enough to really cause severe problems. Um, causes changes in the blood sugar levels and um, can cause also liver problems. So that's something to really um, watch out for. And, you know, a lot of people I don't think think about that. You put your purse down, it has gum in it, or it may be sitting in the console oh. of your car. And, and that happened in my own family. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I had a relative that was leaving this xylitol gum in their vehicle with my dog in it. I was like, no. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's easy to, to do that. Are there things that uh, really aren't foods that we should be looking out for besides like the mylar from the Christmas trees? Batteries can be a real problem, um, especially the lithium-type oh, yeah. batteries yeah. Uh, that, that a lot of um, toys come with. And, I mean, they're, they're in everything. You know, we use them in our remote controls. 
Um, the little tiny ones are in hearing aids. They're all over the place. And they can be a real danger if dogs um, swallow them, um, especially if they chew on them, but even just swallowing them because those lithium batteries um, have the contents inside of them can cause a lot of um, um, tissue necrosis and burning if they're chewed, but also even if they're not, because of their small size, they tend to get uh, caught in the esophagus. And that, in a very short time, um, the battery um, interacts with the dog's saliva and there's actually an electric current passing into the tissue, and that can cause severe burning. And so that can be actually be uh, be deadly if that's not caught. Wow, I yeah. I've never heard of that before. But I guess that could be, especially if you have one of those labs, or like Doctor right. Debbie has one of those dogs, don't you? That just eats anything. <laughs> yeah, my my own dogs had the worst chocolate toxicity I've ever seen in practice. It's uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's always the carpenter's closets or the shoemaker's shoes. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we walk around. People ask us questions about our animals, and then they say. Yeah. Your dog looks a little fat. <laughs> You're telling me to, to... You know, we uh, we have guests around this time of the holiday. Of course, uh, Uncle Louie comes in, and he's just annoying as all get out. It's just a couple of weeks that I don't really like, and I'm sure the animals, they get a little upset when all these guests come in the house. What can we do to make that a little easier? Well, I really just think think ahead. I mean, re- think about what it's like from your pet's perspective. Um, you know, their life is, they don't realize it's the holidays. Life is going along very normally, and all of a sudden, like you said, you know, all these strangers are in the house. It's noisy. Our own schedule is different. So um, so um, think ahead, and, and, you know, if you have a dog that, that really doesn't do well um, with a lot of people around, um, sometimes um, having your dog stay with um a friend or or even kenneling your dog if you're having a big holiday party that can be an option or if not something like that um, you can actually put your dog in a in a quiet room away from the festivities um, you can also um, use one of the uh, the pheromone products that there are on the market now mm-hmm. they actually um, do help dogs to feel um, less anxious and more secure um, although they're not drugs at all and if your dog is is um, pretty good with people, and um, but but just can't really be right in the middle of everything, you could use a baby gate so that he can see what's happening and kind of feel like he's part of things, but he's not right there in the middle of all the wrapping paper and the food. Sure, sure. Okay, Doctor Kathy from Doctors Foster and Smith. Thank you so much for joining us. Have yourself such a wonderful holiday, and I encourage listeners to check out DoctorsFosterSmith.com and of course links to everything you've heard on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. We'll head back to the phones. Next. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, guys. Have a great holiday. You too. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1 866 405 8405. This is Animal Radio, baby. Hi, Darlene. Hello. Welcome to the show. I have Dr. Debbie right here. What's going on? Um, I have a little uh, Shizu, and she's like three and a half years old. And next week, she's getting ready to have her third surgery for bladder stones. And after the surgery, I was wondering if there's anything besides the special food that she's getting that I could do to help her keep from getting them back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my. That's quite the repeat offender there when it comes to bladder stones. Yes. Wow. Now, do you know what what kind of stone that she's had the problem with? I don't remember. They're little round, smooth ones, though. She gave me a jar of them when the last surgery. (laughs) It was like half a little (laughs) prescription jar full. 
little, little, little conversation item there when you pull it out. A little momentum. You're having a party. Hey, these are my dog stones. And then you pull another right. one out. And then the third one out. Wow. Um, well, it's going to really depend on what kind of stone that she has. Um, because there's very different approaches to um, managing um, these different types of stones. Um, some of the more common ones in Shih Tzus can be calcium-based stones. On the other end of the spectrum, they can have phosphorus-based stones as well. Um, and then there's oodles of other ones as, as well. Um, so that is very important information in order to fully answer your question. Um, but but in general, yes, there are definitely some other strategies, and I think I would definitely go looking further. Um, one of the main things, that the biggest goal when we're trying to prevent bladder stones is we want to uh, make the urine more dilute. And that is commonly one of the goals of special diets for bladder stones. Um, we can go even further than this. And if I see a pet's urine sample and it's really not below 10, 20 in specific gravity, I'm going to add in some ways to get them uh, more uh, water in their diet. That might be, you know, adding in things like ice cubes that are flavored with maybe uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, chicken broth in there. Um, that's one strategy. Um, watering down food or going to a can variety can help to increase water intake. And then there's even something I sometimes use called hot dog soup, which is basically uh, where you take some hot dogs, you boil them in the uh, microwave and, and let the fat, the flavor kind mm. of get into some water. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> it's good. And that you can then dress the food with that, and that also helps to stimulate them to to take in more water. Um, so that would be my number one recommendation, um, without knowing all, everything we need to know about those stones. If, in fact, your puppy dog has the calcium-based stones, then there's often a lot of other conditions that we'll go looking for because sometimes those pets can have high blood calcium levels that can be related to other health conditions. Um, so doing some lab work would be important. Um, sometimes checking for certain diseases like Cushing's disease or checking their lipid levels, things like that can be very helpful in seeing if there's an underlying problem. Then eating um, a special food from the vet, it's, for, it's low fat and a diabetic and gastrointestinal food. They told mm-hmm. me to no, is she diabetic? That. No, ma'am. No, but they just okay. said that was the, the only thing they could, you know, they called the dog food place and they recommended this to keep her on strictly this kind of food. It's only been less than a year ago that she's had them and now she has them again. But Definitely, I'd say let, let's find out what kind of stone and I can definitely give you some even some alternate diet recommendations if I know what particular type we've got. Now, the other thing is on that other end of the spectrum, those phosphorus-based stones, they are um, commonly associated with urinary tract infections, and there are dogs with that type of stone. All righty. Well, yeah. I'll check back with you then. Thank you very much. We appreciate Bye-bye. it. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the entire Dream Team right now here at Animal Radio.
Happy holidays to all of you. This is Jack Wagner sending you my best for the Yuletide season. Take care. Happy holidays, my friends. This is John Lithgow, hoping the season brings you closer to the people you love. Hi, everybody. This is Adam Sandler, and I hope you're enjoying the Hanukkah season. Happy holidays. I'm Quincy Jones, wishing you all the best in the coming year. Hi, I'm Ted Danson. Happy holidays to you. Oh, what can I get that Okay, before I go any further, I've got to tell you about Everpup. If you haven't been listening the last few weeks, pretty amazing canine supplement. The ultimate canine supplement made with all human-grade ingredients. You sprinkle it on your dog's food. And, you know, we try all this stuff right here before I talk about it on the air. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, has been on this, what, about six weeks now? At least, yes. And she, she loves it. At the first day she had it, she rolled in it, which is always a good sign with Ladybug. <laughs> that means that she likes it. It's we good. Sprinkle it on her food, and her coat looks nice and shiny, and they're willing to give you, I'm telling you, they're being too good to you. They're giving you a free jar, a free month supply of this supplement if you'd like to try it out. That's how sure they are that you're going to go ahead and get more. Uh, head on over to everpup.com slash radio. That's E-V-E-R-P-U-P. Dot com slash radio. Uh, if you're not into that interwebby thing, you can call 844-EVERPUP. Okay, we're about to head back to the phones at one 405 8405 for your calls for Dr. Debbie and Dogfather Joey Volani. Tammy, what do you got coming up in the news? Well, this is something Joey's talked about before, that there really aren't laws governing groomers. And there's a woman in New Jersey who... Her dog actually died after something that happened to him while he was at the groomers. And in that dog's honor, she is pushing for legislation there that will make groomers be licensed so that we're sure that they really know what they're doing when we hand our dogs over to them. Yeah. What do you know about that, Joey? Well, the funny part is, is, um, your own Joey Villani and, um, um, spoke about this bill in Trenton, New Jersey. I went down there to speak about it, um, because it's a, the, concept of this bill is wonderful. The way it's written is, is um, very convoluted and, and needs changing. Um, after I did my testimony, the chairman um, of the um, committee made, is, is making the assemblywoman get together with me to actually rewrite this bill. Wow. Oh, that so, is so cool. Yeah, jo- right. Joey Villani. And I, I see you guys don't know, when they when they asked, um, what company are you representing? I said Animal Radio. Oh, great. Just so great, you guys great. know. That's so. good. Well, I, I want to be a catalyst for this, but I've got to ask some questions. You know, the legislation says that you must be 18 years old. That's one of the things. At least. At least 18 years old. Now, i got to say, first of all, what? Really? I mean, you can fly a plane at 17. You could. You, I was nine. Yeah. When you first groomed. You were nine. Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. And what do you think this, about that? Well, that's 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 part of it. I mean, there's there's a lot of things they they didn't address it. At the it's very very blanket. And what I told the state of um, New Jersey, what if New Jersey's going to pioneer this? So let's do it right, so everyone says that New Jersey got it right, and then it works for every other state. Because the way it's written right now, if you are a dog breeder going to a dog show who routinely groom their own dogs, this bill is gonna is going to not permit them to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to oh. ban equipment that's perfectly safe when used right when used wrong it's like everything else um you know what i mean you drive a forklift unsafe you're going to kill somebody so there are things in it which 
I totally understand the concept, but um, it, and 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 I'm glad that they recognized. You know what? We'll sit down and we'll listen to you. Uh, we'll listen to you, and, and let's rewrite this so um we can all you know be happy about it. In principle, it's good mm-hmm. to have some kind of accreditation for your groomers. Definitely. And, but I just want to make sure that oh, we're yeah. not have the young aspiring genius groomer who's only 12 years old uh, doesn't have a chance to do it just because of this legislation. Anyway. This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by the fine folks over at Stella and Chewy's. We've touted over and over the exceptional qualities of this food. And now you can check out with their little intro packs each and every flavor. The Chewy's Chicken Dinner, the Simply Venison, the Stella Super Beef, the Duck Duck Goose, or the Phenomenal Pheasant. Wherever Stella and Chewy's is sold. And I bow now for the dog father, Joey Villani. Well, it's um, the weather's getting is starting to change. Yucky, we're starting it to sucks. get snow don't, in the rest of the country. Don't sugarcoat and, it, um, man. Yeah, I know it does. It sucks. I, you know, I, I, I enjoy the warm weather. What can I tell you? <laughs> but um, you know, it's time to get your dog's feet in shape. And I know I've spoken about this before, but um, let's um speak about it again because it's that time. So I want to keep it fresh in your mind. Okay. Um, what happens now is as the um ground gets colder, and especially people who walk their dogs a lot. Just like your skin, um, the pads of their feet are going to crack, they're going to get chapped, and they're going to start to get ir- irritated. If you ever notice that your dog in the wintertime probably chews his feet more um, so, unless he has allergies, than he does in the summer just normally, it's because they get irritated. So what we want to do is we want to keep them moist and want to keep them nice. What I found that works absolutely better than anything else is um, stuff called bag bomb. Bag bomb you can find in your local drugstore and some of the supermarkets sell and comes in a little green can. And what it was actually designed for was designed that the farmers would use it on the cow's udders and oh. um, so they wouldn't get chapped. Um, and it works really, really good. Actually, you know what? It works really good on your hands, too, because when you put it on um, on the dogs, you get it on your hands. So my hands are nice. Look, look at my hands, Al. I've they seen udders good, right? that have not looked as good as those hands. Yes, have. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Let me tell you, if you can't find it, Vaseline works good. The only thing is, is you gotta massage this stuff in pretty good because what you don't want to do is, is get, um, you know, Vaseline on, on your furniture and your carpets. Um, and also you don't want your dog to be sliding across the floor. Um, but it you works don't? great. No, well, I, I mean, I, I, not, not, not usually. So anyway, rub it in really, really good. Do that, um, once, um, twice a week if you can. And you know, you'll have a happy dog that has happy feet. Happy feet are always good. And that'll keep, like, the salt out because all of that salt that's on the street people put that out to mm-hmm. melt the ice melt yes. the ice is not that great for their feet no not at all and you know what and this will help it'll 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 um it'll keep their feet from from getting irritated from that as well there you go the dog father joey villani on animal radio uh let's uh, head to your phone calls right now toll free 1-866-405-8405 for dr debbie or dog father joey villani right now My girl just showed up. She's so good. (laughs) Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Your dog just came in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, my child care just dropped her off. (laughs) You have child care for the dog? 
I do. Well, you know, that's the, the benefit of having family around. They love to spend time with her, gives her a little interaction, and, you know, I get a break. Isn't it great to be able to bring your animals to work? I, I take it for granted sometimes. I think about the people that have to go into a cubicle. And, they, you know, and they say, and this research just came out from um, oh, CSU, I believe, in Michigan, they said, that it actually improves productivity to have an animal or a pet in the office or to bring your pets to the office. And if you want to see that research and bring it to your boss and show I your don't boss, that. yeah, it's true. You can find it over at AnimalRadio.com. My uh, bird is already making me shiver about um, screaming outside the window. I noticed so. that. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, so I don't. Making me that. shiver too. <laughs> We don't we don't let Gurney come into the studio because Gurney is a very loud bird, as you might hear every once in a while in the background, and uh, you wouldn't be able to hear us. Big show today. In a few minutes, we're going to talk to Robert Simro. He has this kind of cookie party thing every year. It's kind of weird. It's the first time I've heard about it. I don't know what a cookie party is, but apparently he gets all his dog friends together and gives them cookies. And he cooks them and all of that. And he's going to be talking with us in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. Uh, we'll have some holiday tips and some holiday music. But I promise, because both Joey and myself are sick and tired of the Christmas music, that you won't have that average grandma got run over by a reindeer music this weekend. I, I know I don't want to be a Grinch. We're just a few days away from Christmas. But let's face it. Are we all sick and tired of the Christmas music that all the radio stations are yes. playing? Yes. How about you, Dr. Debbie? You know, I, I like Christmas. I really enjoy it. I just don't like it when it gets it starts at, like, Halloween on. Yes. It does start <laughs> It started in September, I think. But it'll come to a rapid end on Friday, and then it's all about New Year's after we open all those presents and uh, start our diets. Because we're all going to start a diet after the new year. We all say that after all this food. Anyway, on today's show, we have a great hero. This guy saved a dog that was thrown out of a car on the, in the middle of a highway uh, going 55 miles an hour. Wow. I think that'll be a perfect hero for us. Also, we have some giveaways of a great book coming up. But most importantly, it's your calls right now, toll free at 1-866-405-8405 for Dr. Debbie or Dogfather Joey Volani. Welcome to the show, John. Hello. Hey. How are you? Good. I have Dr. Debbie right here. What's going on with your animal? Oh, I have a, a female uh, border collie, and I also have one of her sons because uh, they're cow dogs, and we work cows with them. Anyway, um, we were gone for a few days and didn't realize that she had come in heat, and um, sure enough, um, the day we got home, we noticed that um, her son had bred her or bred her that day. Oh, Okay. So we're wondering Oops. what we could do about that, if there's a morning-after pill or something for a, for a dog. or. Yeah, well, you know, the best thing that I could suggest is to have this baby spayed. Okay. Um, that's the honest truth here. Um, you know, she's at an age already at six where, um, you know, if she's not spayed, we do have to be watchful for some other health problems that are coming on. Um, pyometra, which is a uterine infection, Plus all the different cancers in the reproductive tract. So um, I don't see a reason um, that I would endorse allowing a pregnancy to go forward at this point. But in response to your question, um, could um, is there a, a mismating uh, pill you can give? Um, there's really not a pill that we give to dogs to terminate pregnancy. Um, it's kind of, for me, I have to say, it's something I, I, I don't do a lot of reproductive work because I don't uh, particularly enjoy it. I think we have enough doggies on this earth that we don't need to really be reproducing them for them. But there are some different mismating techniques that can be done. Generally, in the U.S., um, they're limited to treatment 30 days after they've already become pregnant. So you've already got a 
pretty full, almost full-term pregnancy there. So for me, I find that a little distasteful to have to terminate pregnancies at that point. Um, so those are different types of injection techniques that are done. In, in other countries, they do have some um, injections that can be done early into the pregnancy, just, you know, almost immediately after breeding. But it's really not very widespread in the U.S. Um, you could always check around and see if your area, if you have any kind of reproductive specialist that have this available. Well, but it's, it's really not, not advised, I'd say, to... Uh, you know, to let this baby go forward. Now, what would the puppies be like and, you know, what kind of concerns do you have? Um, when we breed two closely related dogs, whether they're brother and sister, father and daughter, you run the risk of uh, concentrating genes. So normally this is done with any breeding uh, operation. They'll take a good dog and a good dog and they hope to have more good genes. So if we've got any kind of recessive genes, any bad genes in there, you're going to have a more likely expression of those genes. Um, and in collies, there's certainly, a, you know, every breed's got them, but there's certainly some that we'd be worried about that that could concentrate. Collie eye anomaly is one of them. There's a neutrophil problem. There's some neurologic problems, some recessive-type diseases that can occur. So there is some potential, but I say in the wide vast number of closely related dogs that breed, we don't always see a bunch of uh, abnormal puppies. Um, but you do definitely run that risk of having some of those certain diseases expressed more likely. So right. I don't know if the, the parents have any kind of health problems or anything that in any no, related... No, uh, health problems. And, uh, you know, we use this dog. She's she's out of a national champion stock dog, and we, we usually breed her to, um, you know, along those bloodlines, not not the same bloodlines, but you know, to champion stock dogs, and then we train train the pups and sell them to ranchers. So mm-hmm. it's not like just a normal just a normal dog, you know. Mm, okay, all right. That's the reason why I don't want to spare because you know we sell the puppies for a lot of money. Oh gosh, you're yeah. breaking my heart here, man. Oh, yeah. at six years, has she put her years in? Is her uterus done? Uh, I, you know, th- this is my opinion here, and I have to say that, you know, uh, it's just maybe a time you need to really consider, you know, um, has she done her service for you, both on the on the ranch and uh, in the reproduction category here? And, you know, I am definitely, I'm, I'm sympathetic with what kind of, uh, you know, life she lives and what she's doing, but gosh, I just got to say, you know, uh, I'd either let this litter have its uh, have its way, and then maybe they just become pet quality pets. Um, but uh, you know, like I said, if you're really looking to terminate pregnancy, you're looking at doing that maybe about a month down the road. Okay. So, yeah. I don't hope think that's I not the that. case. It's just too valuable to me to risk anything happen to her. Now, yeah. last batch she had, she had a C-section. Is that um, advised to do that again, or? Yeah, you know, there's some controversy whether or not if a pet has a C-section that they're going to always need a C-section. And, and I don't see that that's always the case. There are some breeds, um, usually the bulldogs, the big-headed breeds, where I'd say that tends to be a little bit more the case. But it doesn't mean she's absolutely going to require that. So, um, so so hopefully that won't be the case and things will go along naturally. And, um, you know, just be real vigilant and, and watchful with her. And who knows? Maybe it uh, maybe it doesn't take. <laughs> maybe you yeah, won't maybe have that not. pregnancy. That would be great. Last time. I bred her. I bred her to a son of a of a ten-time world champion stock dog, and she didn't settle to that one. So that was mm-hmm. kind of a bummer. We were looking forward to that one, but oh well. Yeah.
Yeah, well, give give your little girl a scratch on her head for me. She's a hardworking dog, and I wish her the best. Okay, and thank, thank you, you very so much. much for your call, there, John. Thanks, John. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Oh, how old's your dog? She's six. She looks so young. She takes Everpup. What's Everpup? Everpup is a supplement made with all human ingredients that you put on their food. Such as? Probiotics, glucosamine, omega-3s. Wow. Yep, it's for dogs of all ages and made in the U.S. My dog loves the taste. My vet loves what's in it. Can I try some? Yeah, you can even get the first jar free. Just go to everpup.com slash radio or call 844-E-V-E-R-P-U-P. Everpup. Don't miss Sprint's Cut Your Bill in Half event. Just bring your Verizon or AT&T bill and turn in your old phone, and we'll cut your rate plan in half. So if you're paying $260 a month for your family's four lines with Verizon, we'll cut it to $130. Or if you're paying $80 for yourself, we'll cut it to $40. Plus, we'll give you unlimited talk and text in the U.S. and match your data all on the Sprint Network. The Cut Your Bill in Half event at Sprint. Bring us your Verizon or AT&T bill and turn in your old phone, and we'll cut your rate plan in half. Visit us at Sprint.com slash half price or go to a Sprint store today. Limited time offer available when you choose a leasing option or Sprint Easy Pay. Subject to credit and valid consumer port. Discount applied to monthly voice, text, and data charges with a minimum $10 monthly rate charge. Excludes taxes, surcharges, add-ons, apps, premium content, international services, additional lines, and device charges. Other plans may receive prioritized bandwidth availability. To improve data experience for the majority of users, throughput may be limited, varied, or reduced on the network. Max of 10 lines per account. No cash back. Third-party marks are property of their respective owners. Restrictions apply. At Stella and Chewy's, they're dedicated to the simple proposition that pets should be healthy and happy. Their commitment to quality starts with their ingredients. Every Stella and Chewy's product is made with raw, naturally raised meat, poultry, or fish, sourced from USDA-inspected facilities without added hormones or antibiotics. Unlike commercial pet food, which is one of the most highly processed products on the planet, with much of its nutritional value cooked away, Stella and Chewy's dog and cat food is nutritious and delicious. Learn more at StellaandChewy's.com. I'm Beth Stern on Animal Radio and Adopt from Your Local Shelter. Animal Radio's Hero People is underwritten by Zuterin, a non-surgical alternative to dog castration. One injection provides a safe, permanent, and virtually painless alternative to surgical castration. Learn more at www.zuterin.com. That's Z-E-U-T-E-R-I-N.com. Don't worry. I'll do it again. I think you did. I think we're, you did it. Yes, you did, and we're okay. I'll do it for this hour, okay? Because okay. I know the listeners want to hear it, right? Yes. They want it, and the, it's probably not going to be offered for much longer. I just want listeners to know that you could pick up on the Everpup. It's the uh, free month supply of Everpup with all the human-grade ingredients that you sprinkle on your dog's food. And like I said, we vouch for it. We've tested it. We've vetted it for six weeks. That's Don't worry about it. your dog not liking it because even the most finicky dog, my little lady, like lady loves it. I, I, yeah, she loves it. I can't imagine a dog turning it down. It's what they want to do is they want to give you a jar, which is about a month's supply, free of charge, so you can try it out. You can see if it's something your dog likes and if you see the improvements like the shinier coat that we see over here with Ladybug. And all you have to do is go over to everpup.com. 
com slash radio ever pup e-v-e-r-p-u-p dot com slash radio and as i mentioned before if you're not into that interwebby thing you can uh, call 844 ever pup and uh that's easy to remember there you go it is uh time for our hero i am so glad for the people that nominate all of these great heroes you've got a bunch of nominations this week if you're interested in sending judy a nomination for somebody who's doing something great in your community for one animal a thousand animals it doesn't matter just as long as they're doing something for the animals we want to hear their story yeah it could be a, a companion animal or a wild animal doesn't matter the email address to send those to is your voice at animalradio.com and uh, this week michael chioza is it chioza yes that's correct okay are you still a fireman uh yes i work for the well i actually i work for the fire department i'm in the hydrant repair department for the memphis fire department but yes i still work for the memphis fire department the hydrant repair that sounds like fun yes yeah keep all the dogs happy right (laughs) yes i bet somebody has to i want to find out about savior and the savior foundation that's what i'm calling you about today it's a it's an organization that you founded for the animals and how it started and who savior is savior is a pit bull and she was actually i was on my way to work one evening and um i seen what i thought to believe a dog come out of a vehicle in front of me and um it was on the interstate at 55 miles an hour and i know it's unbelievable her story and rescue is just amazing but she came out and actually i didn't really know that that's what i had seen at first but when i did see her we I said, oh, my God, it is a dog. And I started slowing down. And, of course, everybody behind me slamming on their brakes because I was slowing down. But uh, And this was in the center lane in rush hour traffic, which is more amazing. And she ran a good piece in the center lane. And you know what's amazing is rush hour traffic, that traffic was going 55 miles an hour. But when you say <laughs> she was thrown out the window or Savior was thrown out the window, was that the side window? Or was it, I mean, where, where did it Savior... It was at night, so it was very hard to tell, and it was a truck. It was not a car. So she could have very well came out, you know, of, it was so, like I said, it was at night, and she was a good piece. She was a little piece in front of me. So um, I just know that she came out of it. It was a white pickup, and I know she came out, and uh, I can still see her in, I mean, I remember her legs going when she was in the air before she even landed. It's just so vivid still in my mind. And uh, uh, when she hit, it was like she just continued to run. And she didn't roll. She did not take it. She probably wouldn't have survived if she did. And um, she ran. And, of course, I was doing a lot of rescues for other organizations at the time. And I I had a catch pole in the rear of my truck um, behind my seat. And I reached over. (laughs) After, well, she was running down the center lane first, and I, I kept looking in my rearview mirror to see if we could get a break to honk the horn, maybe to get her to go one way or the other, so I could do the rescue. And um, finally, she decided to go on her own, and she almost got hit. Then she went to the left, where there's a concrete divider in an emergency lane um, on the interstate. It was Interstate I-40 in Memphis, just east of Sycamore View, and. Uh, when I got her in between the, the divider and my truck, I pulled over and I rolled the window down and I literally was driving, uh, and reaching in the back for the catch pole. And I know this sounds crazy, but I got the catch pole, rolled my window down 
and it took me about four attempts, and she probably ran uh, over a quarter of a mile or half a mile before in four attempts of trying to noose her with the catch pole out the window. And we even ran up on an emergency vehicle in that lane, and I was honking. And uh, they finally looked up, and I guess they thought they seen me with the catch pole out the window, and the dog running. They're thinking. I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe that'll catch her. Uh-huh. No, they jump in the vehicle because they're scared, <laughs> and she goes around, and I whip around them. And it's so unbelievable because the emergency lane was fixing to run out in the last-ditch effort. I mean, I was just last-ditch effort to get that. I had one more chance to get the noose around her, and uh, and I did. And, when, of course, I had no idea of the abuse until we stopped. And... Um, she was incredibly strong. I could tell that, but um, the abuse and when I seen her, I was just shocked. She was nothing but a skeleton. She had been fought. She was tore up from head all the way down to her tail. There was puncture wounds, marked, uh, severe bleeding. Uh, we loaded her in a kennel. Um, actually, the emergency worker who was down the road came up and helped me load her into the crate, and I put her in a crate loaded her when we got to the vet there was a lot of confusion um the vet that started treating her in the back and in the front there was a lack of communication they handed me a piece of paper to euthanize her after all we went through to try to rescue her (laughs) we both almost didn't make it off of there wouldn't suggest ever doing that on the interstate but when they handed me that piece of paper i was like absolutely not and i kept trying to call my personal vet at the time and I finally got a hold of him, and he opened his clinic up and said, meet me over there, brought her over there, and treatment went on, you know, for months. And um, she survived, and she is incredible. Well, the, uh, you've created the organization, the Savior Foundation, obviously a catalyst from this. What does the organization do? We provide medical care for severely injured and abused and neglected animals. And um, we also provide... Uh, for owned animals, for uh, underprivileged and fixed income as an alternative to euthanasia for their animals who may not otherwise be able to afford care. So we're getting like a two-mission statement. Mm -hmm. Um, One is to provide for care for uh, injured and sick animals that were rescued to provide medical care for them. We also help provide medical care as alternative to euthanasia for animals that are in critical conditions that may be owned. And see, a lot of times the people that rescue the animals are in the same situation I was with Savior, Mm -hmm. facing needing the funds to get them on the right path medically to heal. And we created the Savior Foundation. And you did a a wonderful thing by doing that, a great organization. The uh, website is thesaviorfoundation.org. And you're doing it grassroots. You're doing it local level. I love to see it like that. And you've you've rallied the troops together for a cause that I understand that that animal abuse problems have actually risen in Memphis. Yes, and that's one of our mission statements too: is to educate the public on abuse and neglect. And we just recently went into a local school here with one of our board members and did a presentation on the proper care and showing what we have done for injured and abused animals and getting it on the level of the kids 
and if we start with them, you know, I just yep. think the future, that's our future. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. You're our hero of the week, and we salute you for all you've done. Thank you. Radio's Hero People is underwritten by Zuterin, the only FDA-approved non-surgical method for sterilization of male dogs. Zuterin offers an alternative to neutering male dogs, thus helping reduce the pet overpopulation problem. One injection provides a safe, permanent, and virtually painless alternative to surgical castration. Zuterin, a permanent and cost-effective alternative to neutering male dogs. Learn more at www.zuterin.com. That's Z-E-U-T-E-R-I-N. America was built by people with a few dollars and a dream. And while many don't know it, there's one path to success that still only requires a dream and about $10. That's right. If your dream is to start or grow your business, something as simple as the right business card could make all the difference. And today, at Vistaprint.com, you can get 500 full-color business cards for only $9.99. That's right. Only $9.99. Just go to Vistaprint.com and enter promo code 2020 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 20. It's the end of year clearance sale at Lumber Liquidators. We'd rather sell it than count it. So every floor and every store is on sale, and it all must go. Get incredible deals on first quality flooring from just thirty-five cents a square foot. Beautiful three-quarter inch pre-finished solid hardwood is just one seventy-nine. Save even more on all liquidation clearance and closeouts. If it's in stock, it's on sale, and pay no interest until January twenty seventeen. Don't miss these end of year deals on over four hundred floors. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find. 
this store near you. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager is here. So good. Got a little bit of sweetness, but it goes down real smooth. Light, sweet smell to it. A little bit of orange in there. There is a little pinch of cinnamon. It makes you feel like, you know, winter's around the corner and you're getting ready for it. It warms you up and it makes you feel good. I wish they served Winter Lager all year round. This is actually my favorite beer from Sam Adams. Even though it's a dark beer, it's not a heavy beer. It's definitely a good beer. This is my jam, the Winter Lager. I love this more than anything in the world. Cheers. Thank you, Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager. Enjoy it while it's here. Must be a clean, must be massive, responsibly. The Movie Man. Six-second DVD review. View starts now. For a flick about food, the 100-foot journey is bland, overcooked, and will leave you hungry for a better movie. I'm out. Do you have trouble skin or acne? With Proactive Plus, your acne can heal, and you can help prevent new breakouts from happening. Call Proactive Plus now and receive a 60-day free trial, along with two free extras and free shipping. Call 800-677-6111. That's 800-677-6111. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Now, this is a story that has literally exploded on the Internet and social media. It happened just after Thanksgiving at a mall in Mission Viejo, Southern California. An autistic 7-year-old named Absudi Santos and her service dog, Pupcake, had waited in line with her mom for about 30 minutes to see Santa when an elf, one of Santa's pretend elves, came up and told them Pupcake would not be allowed near Santa. See, Pupcake's a pit bull, and Santa was afraid of pit bulls. After they told the elf that Pupcake was a service dog, he came back and said Santa was allergic to dogs. After Mrs. Santos then said Pupcake would not go near Santa, he still refused to see Absudi, the little girl. Well, the family, of course, complained to the mall. The little girl got all upset. The execs there apologized, and Santa and the elf, they were sent packing. They were fired. This is the second time, though, that Afsuti and Pupcake have been denied admittance to a business, basically based on the fact that Pupcake is a pit bull. After complaints, that business changed its policies. Now, each time the Santo family has used the incident to speak out about how prejudice against pit bulls as service dogs should not be tolerated and how people with disabilities are being mistreated, and that should not be tolerated as well. But, wow, talk about Santa being a Grinch. Well, most of us do share our beds with our pets, right? And it might not, some people say, maybe such a good idea. Research presented at the Sleep 2014 conference showed that 54% of pet guardians sleep with their pets. And that 30% of those say they wake up at least once a night because of them. And 63% said they have poor sleep quality because of the animals in the bed. Well, some people, though, say they actually sleep better with their pets. And that makes them feel more secure. And they love the snuggling. Experts do say, bottom line here, sleep is a personal thing, and if sleeping with your pet helps you, then, well, don't change a thing. And we do have a legal ruling in a story that we talked about a few months ago. This was a, a appeals court case in New York on the case of a chimpanzee named Tommy. It was in October that the group, the Non-Human Rights Project, filed a case stating that Tommy, who lives in an apartment, was unlawfully imprisoned and should be transferred to a sanctuary in Florida. Stephen Wise said that chimps are close enough kin to humans that they deserve some human rights. Well, now the court has ruled, and it says that chimp is not a legal person, and based that on the fact that a chimp cannot give back to society or be held legally accountable for its actions in the way that merits human rights. Tommy lives with a man named Patrick Lavery, who says Tommy has an excellent home with a TV, several rooms, an outdoor enclosure, and that he's a happy guy. Weiss's suit did not allege that Lavery had broken the law in his treatment of Tommy, and Lavery said that he follows all the federal and state regulations. The appellate court's decision upholds a state judge's ruling from 2013.
I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Hi, welcome to Hellsberg Diamonds. Hi there. Uh, we'd like to look at engagement rings. Uh, wait, is that the guy Kogeko? Oh, hello. I'm just admiring this lovely diamond solitaire ring. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Well, that was easy. Now, who thinks it's a good idea to save money on their car insurance? I do. I do. Wow. I think we just had the wedding rehearsal. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Oh, how old's your dog? She's six. She looks so young. She takes Everpup. What's Everpup? Everpup is a supplement made with all human ingredients that you put on their food. Such as? Probiotics, glucosamine, omega-3s. Wow. Yep, it's for dogs of all ages and made in the U.S. My dog loves the taste. My vet loves what's in it. Can I try some? Yeah, you can even get the first jar free. Just go to everpup.com slash radio or call 844-E-V-E-R-P-U-P. Everpup. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager is here. So good. Got a little bit of sweetness, but it goes down real smooth. Light, sweet smell to it. A little bit of orange in there. There is a little hint of cinnamon. It makes you feel like, you know, winter's around the corner and you're getting ready for it. It warms you up and it makes you feel good. I wish they served winter lager all year round. This is actually my favorite beer from Sam Adams. Even though it's a dark beer, it's not a heavy beer. It's definitely a good beer. This is my jam, the winter lager. I love this more than anything in the world. Cheers. Thank you, Sam Adams. Sam Adams Winter Lager. Enjoy it while it's here. Boston Beer Club, Boston Mass. Sit responsibly. Okay, I will play a couple of Christmas songs, but they're they're animal re- related Christmas songs. Okay, I'm not going to do the stuff that you've been hearing on the radio that we're all sick and tired of hearing by now. No, and you only hear this stuff here. You won't hear our music anywhere else. Do I sound like a Grinch? It's not even. <laughs> I actually do my shopping on Christmas Eve, so Wednesday night I'll be out shopping for all of you at Seven Eleven. Well, I'll be looking for that gift then. I'm going to tell you how. If, if I don't get something, even if it's late, I will be very upset. Well, yeah. I'm, yeah, exactly. You know, 7-Eleven, anything works. You know, something. Something this some year. motor year, oil, year was like perhaps. Yeah. yeah I, last year was the green Christmas tree that hangs from your, your, your mirror. Well, I thought that was festive as yeah, well yeah, as kind is. of utilitarian. It, it had yeah. a function. Yes, it does, Hal. Yes, so don't, it does. You didn't like my gift? I didn't say that. No. No. Joey Straight said out, it. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, in just a couple of minutes, we're going to head back to the phones toll-free at one 405 8405 for your calls. But I'm so proud to welcome this next guy who's just done some great things for the animals and uh, media and animals. In fact, he has his own company called Pet World Insider, and he joins us as a brand-new animal radio correspondent. And uh, where are my notes? Oh, there they are. Today, we're... Uh, hey, Robert, how are you doing? Robert Semro, welcome him to the show. We might... Welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome. Hello, Robert. How are you? I am doing great. It's it's a pleasure and an honor. Now, I understand that you actually cook for your dogs during the holidays. And you have what's called, and this is the first time I've ever heard it, cookie parties Ooh. with your dog. 
you are, Hal. In fact, actually, we would invite you over, but I think we'll uh, we'll maybe hold that back based on the uh, gifts you give. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? I do cook for my pets year-round, and when you think about it, some of the things that people do during the holidays for, for their human guests, they're really now seeing, hey, you know what? Be a lot of fun. Bring your dogs with. Let's go ahead and let's make a special cookie just for our pooches. I get a lot of inquiries about, hey, I want to do something special for other people's friends, but I got a limited amount of money. Well, you know, cook them some homemade cookie treats that are safe for the pets. Really easy to do, really simple. And it's a lot of fun. And how, you know, I've got two young daughters. And it's one of the ways that I really get engaged and also kind of spread the message of what we need to be doing for our pets to that younger generation. One of the things that we're doing is my daughters have some of their friends coming over, including some of the Girl Scouts who get me fattened up with their cookies. Mm -hmm. We're going to make sure we don't fatten up our pooches. We're going to make some healthy dog cookies for all of their pooches. It's a lot of fun. Well, why not just like buy them idea. treats, though? Well, you know, that's a, it's a great question. And certainly, you know, Sugar and Zoe, my two pups, will get a few of those. But I am really concerned about the ingredients. I know a lot of folks out there are. I get a lot of emails, a lot of calls about this. The one thing I always know when I'm making the treats, I know what ingredients are going into those treats. And I know what Sugar and Zoe need, and I can kind of slip it into the recipe, and they're none the wiser. So I love to put healthy ingredients in because, let's face it, you know, kale and flaxseed and all that, if I were to lay it out on a table for them, they'd probably run and hide. But I'd when run I mix it into a tree. <laughs> well, you, know, hell, uh, you might want to uh, see my, my gift to you this year. Uh, it's, uh, it's a special one. But dogs, they, they love it. And, you know, there's preservatives and other things that I just want to stay away from. So you certainly could do that. But, but you know what? It's festive. Let's have some fun. Throw on that ugly sweater. Sure. Get in there and make yourself a, a fun uh, cookie for your pets. You know, obesity is kind of a big deal with uh, every time I take my cat to the vet now, he uh, scolds me because my out. cat is overweight. And our dog. And our dog. And I'm wondering, giving them these cookies, doesn't that just sort of add to the problem? You know, great point there. And the thing I would say to all the listeners out there is remember to keep track of the treats, not only that you're giving them, but also that the other guests that are attending your parties are giving them because they should be a part of what you're feeding them during the day, not in addition to. That's how we, we run into that obesity. But again, Hal, I'm looking at the ingredients. I'm putting a lot of healthy things in there. So I, I actually sometimes feel they'd be better off eating what I'm giving them than if I were giving them things that were coming out of bags. So I feel very comfortable, and I, I think – that's the reason we're seeing this trend in home cooking for pets. But you got to do it right. Do the research. If you do it right, does that mean it's going to take a lot of time? Because that's one thing I just don't have. You know what? It's less than an animal radio segment. I'll tell you, it's real short. <laughs> well, you gotta, real easy i got to interject, do. okay, because, you know, it's, I, I agree with everything Robert's saying, but he keeps saying it's fun, and he could say it because he has daughters, you know. I can see me with the apron on, <laughs> making cookies, cursing, the dogs um, wanting to eat them before they're done. <laughs> You know, so yeah, you could you could pass off it's fun, but when you got two daughters, that's like that's like slave labor. That's good. You got them; they could do it, and then, I, then you uh, sit back and smile. You know what, Joey? We're gonna get you out here into our kitchen, and I, I promise everybody in uh, Animal Radio Land there, we are gonna get Joey with an apron on, and we're gonna make a treat or two. Okay, and you'll see how fun and easy it is. Now, there uh, you go. is there a video that's uh, gonna accompany this here that tells us how to make any Ooh. of these cookie treats? Yeah. 
That's a great point, and, and specifically because of the Joeys of the world who we love for the animal radio audiences. We're going to make sure that we post up a video, a real simple recipe, and if you want to go wild with it and add additional things in, great. But, folks, this is going to take you no more than 15, 20 minutes, and you are going to be surprised, much like my good friend Joey there, at how yummy they are as well as how simple and fun it was. And I think it will become a, another holiday tradition. Okay. I love are, that idea. Are, are these treats that, that potentially we could be eating as well with Ooh. sharing with our pets? Well, we could. I, I will tell you that we leave out some of the things that we humans like that are not healthy for our pets, like extra sugars and salts. So they are more for the palate of a pet than they are of someone like myself or Joey. But you know what, Hal? You might like one of these. So we can check out the video. I'm going to put a link right over on the front page of AnimalRadio.com of Robert cooking some cookies with a short recipe and all the details you need to know for cooking for the holidays and making a cookie party with your pets. Robert, thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll speak to you again very soon. Look forward to it. Happy holidays, everybody. There he goes, Robert Semro. And this guy really has a lot going for him. He's got the Pet World Insider, and if you love video, you need to go over and check out his website. We'll put links to his stuff over at AnimalRadio.com. Check it out. You know what I noticed? What? All you people here that, that grew up in California that live here, you're all, even the dogs and all health kind. What happened in New Jersey? Did we used to feed the dogs spaghetti and meatballs, and they would live until <laughs> they're 20 years old. You know? And they liked it. Here's to you, man's best friend. May our furry friendship never end Sitting by the fireplace Miles away from our Rat Pack race I raise my glass in a toast to you You wag your tail, you're toasted too There's nothing that I'd rather do then spend my time with you on Christmas Eve. Have a swinging Christmas, baby. Hi, I'm Dan Aykroyd. Have the happiest of holidays. This is Heather Lockler wishing you all the merriest Christmas. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But what do you know about that most famous reindeer of all? For some, the television appearance of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer marks the true beginning of the holiday season. Written in 1964 as a Christmas promotion for the Montgomery Ward department stores, the story of Rudolph and his flying reindeer friends is the longest-running special on television. But do you know that behind this beloved stop-motion animated TV show is a true story of flying reindeer? It makes perfect sense that reindeer would be Santa's animal of choice. Reindeer live exclusively in the north. Their thick coats and wide feet are perfect for the sub-zero cold of Scandinavia, Russian Europe, and Asia, where 5,000 years ago, reindeer were the first large animals to be domesticated. 
In Greenland, Iceland, Canada, and Alaska, reindeer are wild and were popularly known as caribou. Reindeer became extinct in Scotland in the 10th century, but somewhere in the psyche of the hardy Scots, they were necessary, for they were reintroduced to that country in 1952. Laplanders use reindeer to pull sleighs, and so does the postman in Wales, Alaska. For northern cultures, reindeer is revered as a totem power animal, one that can fly through the world of spirit to commune with the high gods. Reindeer is the sacred animal that carries the Arctic shaman to the other world. In fact, the relationship between reindeer and shaman holds special significance for Rudolph and Santa. During midwinter ceremonies, the shamans of the far north would partake of the hallucinogenic fly agaric mushroom. That bright red mushroom with red spots that we see associated with fairy tales and Christmas decorations to achieve an altered state that would allow the shaman to travel into otherworldly realms. In ceremonies held to honor the December 21st winter solstice, the local shaman would enter a yurt through the smoke hole at the top, bringing with him a bag of the colorful mushrooms, and then departing again through the smoke hole after the festivities. This entry and departure through the ceiling led people to believe the shaman could fly. And since reindeer also considered the hallucinogenic colorful red mushroom a delicious delicacy, they were believed to fly with him. Hmm, a blessed man who carries a bag full of special red and white gifts down a chimney lives in the far north and flies with reindeer. Sound familiar? In ancient Norse myth, Thor, the god of thunder and lightning, which in Old German is Donner and Blitzen, also lived in the far north and was associated with the color red. Thor fought the gods of snow and ice to conquer cold and bring spring, and he did it while riding in a golden flying chariot pulled by two flying goats, Nasher and Cracker. During this holiday season, when you see a shiny red-nosed Rudolph adorning a lawn, store window, or parade float, remember this reindeer carries in his sleigh a legacy of Arctic shamans, flying goats, and the god of thunder and lightning. Certainly, reason enough, he should go down in history. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.com. For Voice of the Animal, happy holidays from Rayanne Cumulos. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. This is Jerry Seinfeld saying Happy Holiday, Happy New Year, Happy You, and see you next year. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Now here's what I've been waiting for all day. In fact, all week. We discovered last week, quite by accident, that Rudolph, (laughs) the red-nosed reindeer, he has antlers. And I learned last week that these antlers are supposed to fall off at a certain age. Is that correct, Dr. Debbie? Well, what should happen is male um, reindeer, which are caribou, they should shed their antlers come winter, so about October, but definitely by the first of 
December, they should have shed those. So in order to hop on that sleigh on the 24th, uh, you know, they've got to be females. If, if we're seeing those racks that we're accustomed to in all the pictures and the cartoons and the movies. Okay, so females have racks, which is really easy to remember. But Rudolph, he shouldn't have a rack, should he? Not at that time of the year. Now, he'll have it at other times, and they use that for fighting with other males. But the scandal comes when it happens in December. So we can't either, either they're all girls that are on that sleigh tugging things away, working like the hardworking females they are. That sure. makes sense. Uh-huh. Or maybe these are just males that Santa has done the snip-snip to, and they've retained their antlers oh Oh. you mean castrated possibly yeah so if they're steer they may still have their horns or their antlers and uh, not shed those so that could be the other possibility and not just an all-female team so that makes rudolph either a castrated male or a cross-dresser what is that exactly (laughs) Uh, or he's just uh, sexually uh, misidentified (laughs) okay There you go. You heard it here first on Animal Radio. I'm sure the tickers all across the world now are just uh, ticking away with this amazing news. Just let it go, Hal. Let it go. Let it go. The other theory is, you know, it's just Santa is magic and has magic means at his disposal. That I would go for. That I believe. Hi, who's this? Is this Martha? Yes, it is. Hey, I wanted to make sure I got the right line here. How are you doing today, Martha? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Very good. Where are you? I'm in Kansas. And is your dog named Toto? I'm just asking. I'm... <laughs> well, we have a, a, a little bitty uh, four-pound Yorkie, but um, the problem we're having is with our 97-pound lab. Oh, good-sized lab there, huh? Yeah, he is. He's he's a big guy. He's not overweight, but, you know, he's he's a pretty good-sized guy. But uh, And what's he, going on with first, him? Okay, on the 5th, he'll be nine years old. And That's my birthday. Been, oh, my goodness. Yeah, he shares my birthday. Birthdays. <laughs> Isn't it really? yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. We t- he's a house dog. We take him out five times a day, approximately. And that's the only time he's out. He's he's almost pure white. And we keep him shaved down, you know, so he doesn't have a lot of hair in the mm-hmm. house. But he's a beautiful. He's almost white. But here's the problem we ran into. We've fed him Ukanuba ever since he was eight weeks old when we got him. And... In the last three or four months, he's wanting to graze like a cow would on grass. We take mm-hmm. him out to potty, and he spends more time eating grass. And the last time we had him shaved at the vet's, which was about a month ago, uh, he said, oh, don't worry about it. And I said, well, I've always heard it. they have an upset stomach when they eat grass. That He says, not necessarily. So I wanted someone else's input on this because I, I don't want think something's going on with him that needs to be treated now. Absolutely. And I guess I have a couple questions. Um, yeah, how's his poop quality? Let's talk poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I mean, it's not runny. It's, uh, um, it's solid. And, and, um, sometimes he will go twice a day, majority of time. He'll go in the morning around 6.30 and then in the evening around 6, about every 12 hours he'll go. Okay. So and, he sounds nice and regular. That's good. And then you said yeah. he never gets sick when he eats the grass. Does he ever have upset tummy problems? No. No. Okay. Yeah, and I'm going to kind of agree with your, your veterinarian because in many cases, uh, dogs basically be what we call lawnmower dogs. They just enjoy grazing. So in some cases, yes, it could be a sign that they have um, maybe parasite problems, digestive problems, but in the absence of any actual 
digestive upset on his end, then I'm going to lean towards that category where I think he just probably enjoys it. And, you know, we don't really know why dogs do this. You know, we always speculate that maybe there's a medical cause. Um, but, you know, in some ways, it's something that they don't really need to do anymore because they're fed a, a good diet, a well, well-balanced well diet. So we don't know if this is some remnant of old behavior. So um, I guess the bottom line is if it doesn't bother him and it's not creating a disturbance, um, then I'm not worried about it either. <laughs> okay, I don't need to get him a vitamin supplement or change. We thought about changing because he's been on Ukanuma now for nine years. Does that does that hurt him to keep him on the same? Of course, once in a while, like when my husband uh, eats ice cream at night, he will save him a little bit, like a big old spoonful of ice cream. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. It comes That's out. Not but good. I, well, it's a small amount in the whole scheme of things, probably not a huge problem. But I guess going to your question of do you need to change the food because he's been on that? And the answer is no. You don't have to change unless there's a problem where he's not accepting the food or we're worried that it's not agreeing with him. Um, would an experiment in changing him to a different diet be interesting? Yeah, it might be. And I might like to see what he does as far as if he eats less grass. But that just would be a decision you'd need to make if you want to make that commitment to switch him over to a new food, see how he acts. And, and see if the, the grass eating is any different. Uh, my my thought is it probably won't change, but there's only one way to tell. You can always try a diet, uh, you know, switching over. Okay, Dr. Debbie, I appreciate your input on this because I would right. be such a wonder. The lab is a wonderful dog. Hey, I'm with you. I got two of my own at home, and and uh, I'm just happy to hear yours shares a wonderful birthday with the fine doctor here. So, <laughs> thank you that for your call, awesome. Martha. Take thank care you of yourself. Very much. Thanks you for listening. You guys have a good day. You too. A one. Don't tell me what kind of day to have. No, I'll have a great day. But thank you for calling one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Our listeners are so fun. I have so much fun with them. Well, there you go. It's just flown by once again. We wish you just the most safe, wonderful Christmas holiday. I hope Santa brings you everything that you want. I did get those air fresheners for all you got. Oh, I'm not supposed to tell you that? <laughs> uh, you just blew it out. And make sure, please, that your animals stay safe. Keep them away from the all the little things that all the Christmas gifts can provide. Dr. Debbie, that's the bulk of your business right after Christmas is pulling all those obstructions out. Those package ribbons, tinsel, all those moving parts on those uh, ornaments. Keep them away. Can't stress it enough. So have yourself a great one. We'll catch you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. This is Animal Radio Network.